Initializing recap. A crowd is now beginning to gather around you guys as this man is now screaming on the ground. As six of them come bursting out of his tattered clothes, and all of a sudden these concentric rings begin shooting out of them, almost like a slinky, and these six ten-foot-long worms begin uncoiling themselves. What's our actual plan? Let's say we get the ship, we get out of here. Where do we go? I think we have one matter more important than the ship right now, which is we have to find that vial. You always seem to talk in riddles around Asin. He is a riddle. You say that, but give me something more solid than that. We see Asin, especially if you're on your own anywhere. Run. Eska ushers you guys in and she says, Now is the time to strike, Patience. We have already been attacked. If we don't move now, we're just waiting for another ambush. And Patience puts up his hand and he says, Eska, please leave us. We will continue this conversation later. The man who attacked us, he lives, and he refuses to speak to anyone but you. I am Merrick. These are my two friends, Cody and Durin. He gives a, not a smile, but an acknowledgement when you say Merrick. And he looks you dead in the eyes and he says, Ah, oh, yeah. Asin said you'd be here. Recap complete. Welcome back to another episode of No Quest for the Wicked. Boys, I got two questions for you. Mm -hmm. Are you ready to rock? Yeah. You know it. Fuck yeah. Are you ready to roll? You know it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. See, mm. it, the real mind fuck is when he actually changes those questions. <laughs> Are you ready to take a minus 10 to all your rolls? No. You know it. <laughs> no, stop, dad. No. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you guys are currently in the tree of Kaya, and you have been tasked with talking to the blood-covered man that unleashed the Trojan worms on, on the village. He specifically said he would only talk to you guys. His last words to you, Merrick, were, as in said, you would be here. I could only assume that that was who was behind this. Do you have a message for you? Does he want to taunt me? <laughs> Oh, and he winces in pain as he laughs and he says, oh, man, no, no, he hasn't tried to stop this. Stop the attack? Wait, what? Stop all of it. What do you mean by all of it? Look, I, I told you that they were coming to burn the forest down and I wasn't lying. They are. And they are the nobles, the de facto rulers of the fringe. They're coming to destroy the tree. How is Azen involved in this then if it's a planetary battle or planetary issue? Uh, hey man, I, I don't know. He showed up one day, he tried to stop it, he tried to convince the nobles otherwise and when he failed he left. Azen doesn't fail often. What the hell? Why would he care? 
I, I don't know. Is he's your friend? <laughs> <laughs> um, he sort of. <laughs> Merrick is very serious. He's very serious after you say that. He's a flavor laugh. So, are you, were you sent here by the nobles? Yeah. Yeah. How much do you guys even know what's happening in the fringe? Uh, zero. I would say zero. Considering considering I was supposed to be dead with those worms, I don't... Look, I assumed that what I was able to tell you before those things detached was my dying breath. I wanted to warn you guys that they're coming. And when the Kaya saved me, they nursed me back to health. These resources, they... After what I did, they saved my life. So anything you need to know, I'll tell you. And it's not good news, guys. It's not good news at all. Firstly, watch your name. I don't, want, I don't like talking or making plans with a nameless individual. My name is Cyrus. Cyrus, you are very brave out there. I know this is forced upon you, and I will try to communicate that to Eska and to elder patients. To well, hold very hold on. Hold on, Merrick. Did you do this willingly? Um, he rolls over onto his back and he says, no, I... Not a part of some deal, nothing like that? The deal, yeah. I mean, I guess technically, yeah, I did this willingly. But so what's happening right now in the fringe? The nobles have always claimed dominion over the fringe. They've always said they were the rulers and we let them because they have what they call watchers. People who infiltrate our various clans and watch from within. And they, you know, if there's ever talk of uprising or unifying or striking back against the nobles, the next thing you know, anyone who said that have wake up with their throat slit or a raiding party at their door the next morning. So it's easier and far less bloodshed if we just let them think they rule the place. So we did. And for the most part, it was harmless. Yeah. They're animals and literal monsters. But, you know, what's the point of a crown if there's no one to rule? So they let us sort of live our own lives as miserable as it is out in the fringe. And you see him slowly raise his hands up to his ears and he holds, like, covers his ears and he holds them for a second and he's, you know, a couple deep breaths. And he says, sorry, it's, they're a lot quieter in here, right? Who are? The voices, the whispers. Cody just kind of like looks at Darren the Merrick. What are the whispers saying to you, Cyrus? I mean, I, I, they're not saying. It's just, it's just noise. It's just, it's like a thousand voices all just sort of mumbling. I don't know. They don't say anything. It's just, you guys don't hear that. Uh, I'm gonna do a medicine check to diagnose this man's tinnitus. <laughs> <laughs> I believe, uh, Merrick, you were the one who heard whispers when you first woke up I in did. the woods briefly. I did hear whispers. So you kind of know what he's talking about when he says they're not saying anything, but you haven't heard them since. And there was zero. I didn't like pick out a word from the whispers, right? Like, no, it was just no. Like, Literally just, just sort of like, Cyrus, what are they going to attack? What? Or when? When? I don't, I'm not sure. I just know that they're building something and they've been amassing an army. The people who don't, submit or join them end up in the labor camps and whatever they're building in the labor camps that's what they're bringing to kaya my next question is where where they are 
Yeah, where is this being built? They have a stronghold in the fringe. It's pretty much impossible to miss. It is a massive settlement. It is the biggest in the fringe. And that's where they're taking people. How do we stop it? I don't I don't know if you can. Where are the nobles? The, they're in the settlement. All in, in one area? One building? I mean, probably not that convenient. No, I mean, like, there's a few <laughs> raiding parties, and their numbers are huge. There's a lot of them. And they're growing by the day because they're literally... Like I said, they let the clans be for years. And now all of a sudden, they are rolling up to clans and saying, you're with us or you're dead. And Azen is not involved with the nobles. He tried to talk them out of it. Were you told about anything specific you had to find? Here? Yeah, are they looking for anything? No, they strapped the worms on me and, you know, told me to come here. And that was it. And that. I mean, like, look, guys, I didn't want to do it, but they they took my husband and they took our kid. It's okay, Cyrus. Cody nods. Who's leading the nobles? It's a man. I he just calls himself the king. And this labor camp, how many people are there? Probably hundreds. Like I said, you either join the army or you join the camp or you die. Is there anything else, Cyrus, that you would like to share with us before we take this information to our friend? He shakes his head. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. I, I wasn't a part. I wasn't a part of the nobles. I wasn't a part of any of this. They rolled in on us, and the only reason I survived was because they needed someone to put the fucking worms on. It's very suspicious that they just sent one person in with this ambush attack that happened to have information for us. Hey, little guy, I wasn't supposed to live. And he pulls up his shirt. Um, and you see where he's been bandaged. There are like red blood stains of where those things had attached to him. And if it wasn't for the the kindness and the the medicine of the Kaya and like their magic, uh, this man would be dead. Your husband. What's their name? His name's Andre. And your and your kid. His name's Michael. Do you know where they are? Are they in the labor camp? Yeah, I hope so. But I also wouldn't be surprised if they were killed the second I walked out the gates. Well, if I can, I'll get them back. He pulls a ring off his finger and he holds it out to you. What's this? It's our wedding ring. They're matching pieces. You'll know you'll found them if they interlock. I take it and I like kind of like bow down. I'm like, I'll take this back to you too. He sadly smiles and he says, if you're going out into the fringe actively looking for the nobles you're not coming back let us worry about that we've done worse you keep referring to this big bad thing as an it can you give us more details about it what they're building yeah i don't know i they're keeping it pretty hush hush and i've never been to the camp but with the amount that they're taking they are dismantling camps and taking scrap back so whatever it is it's probably pretty big thank you cyrus it's very brave what you did tonight once again, you hear yelling outside of the room. What? And you look out the window and you see Eska and Patience are... I mean, it's it's Eska yelling and Patience <laughs> standing. You know what Being I mean? Like he's, Yeah, he's not yelling, but like he's, he's, you know, trying to rationally discuss what they're talking about. But you can tell that they are currently and like they're outside the window. Cyrus, we have to go. Looks like you guys have more trouble than you need. 
Thank you again, friend. Uh, and he rolls over onto his back with a with a grunt and just kind of like wraps his arms around his sides. Before we go, what did Azen say about me? Um, he just said, you'd probably show up. How would he know that? He always knows. And then Merrick leaves the room. And the second you open the door, like the, the torrent coming out of Eska uh, becomes audible. And she's like, you've heard him. They are planning an attack. If we don't strike now, whatever they're building will be completed. And I don't know if we can stand a chance. We need to go now, patients. We have to attack them. This is our only chance. They don't know that we know this. This is a stroke of luck. We finally have information that we can act on, and we know that they're coming. If we get them before they leave, we might be able to stop this. If we wait, we cannot. We will lose, Patience, and you know that. Patience turns to look at you three, and he says, What do you think? I agree with Eska. I agree with Eska, but let us go. Eska punches the wall, and she says... You cannot, we're, we're not going to send three people to attack a stronghold. You've heard them. They're building an army. Three people aren't going to do anything. We need to move and enforce. How about three people freeing a labor camp full of people who want to fight? She looks at you and she's like, yes, the people in the fringe who are so strong because they're so well nourished and so well armored, like they aren't constantly scrounging for every inch or hope or morsel to even just make sure they can make it to the next day. I'm sure they're going to make a valuable, valuable asset in this fight. They might not be well fed, but they'll be well motivated. Patience says, silence! I will not discuss this any longer. I will not leave Kaya defenseless. You are the verdant guard. It is your job to protect, not to attack. We are not aggressors. Goa will not fall to the tides of war, and that is the last time I will say it. And Eska once again, like, punches the wall, and she storms off. Her heart is in the right place, Patience. We don't always choose it. Sometimes the war is inevitable. But I understand that if this is going to be a war, you and your guardians need to form a line. Let us go and slow them down. If we can stop this creation or release the camp, or kill a couple nobles if we can do anything to buy you time. Let us do it. Worst case, we get information. He thinks about it for a moment, and he says, I would like to make an amendment to our original agreement. Please. If you will do this for the Kaya, we will not provide you with a new ship. We will repair your old. We will return it to as you had it. A tavern ship is much more useful than that that we could provide you. And the credit that you have earned can be used to outfit your ship as you please. My only modification of that agreement is what do you need us to do? What do you want, Patience? Do you want us to sabotage the building? Do you want us to kill a couple nobles? What do you need from us? <laughs> Durian is like looking at Merrick like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 Cody is unbothered, nodding. <laughs> Durin is very concerned. <laughs> what do you mean, Durin? What are you concerned about? No, no, he's just looking at you very concerned. He's not vocalizing it, but he's just like, the way you're talking has him very uncomfortable. Patience says, you will not lead any grand resistance, no. I simply need to know what they're planning. A glimpse, a photo, a something that we can act on. We are smart. We are capable. We can build defenses. We can come up with a plan. The forest, the gift is our ally. To enter into it with malicious intent would be to fight the forest itself. We have defenses, and that is why I refuse to let them march into the fringe to be slaughtered. 
We will hold our ground, but if you can let us know what is coming, then we will be able to prepare. That we can do. Then I will inform Triador that our agreement has changed. Please visit Short Jack in the morning. He will provide you with a vehicle to traverse the fringe. And once again, I thank you. It's the least we can do. Also, be kind to Cyrus. Um, and as you say that, you hear a cough and Cyrus is currently leaning against the door frame. And he says, if you're going into the fringe, you're not going to make it traveling above land. There's one clan the nobles haven't found yet. And they're the Topo. They live exclusively underground. They measure seismic activity to make sure that they are wherever other people aren't. They are almost impossible to find, but I know how. How do we do that, Cyrus? How do we find the Topo? They measure seismic readings, and the way they communicate is through rhythmic pulses. If you get a device that can consistently pulse out a rhythmic and structured noise, they will come. It's how we, uh, you know, make tr- we trade with them. It is how we, uh, if we ever need to traverse through their tunnels, that is how we contact them. They find you, you don't find them. But if you want to make it to the stronghold, there's no way you would make it above ground. They would see you coming miles away and you would have to face them head on and you will not win. But you might stand a chance if the Topo lets you use their tunnels. We'll get Short Jack to make something in the morning. Thank you. Cyrus, it means a lot. Patience kind of looks at Cyrus, and Cyrus looks at him, and there's um, give me someone, give me a sense motive. Cody's incredible at this. Oh, actually, it's a fifteen. Uh, fifteen as well. Twelve. Okay. Patience is confused by something. Like there's something that Patience doesn't seem to understand uh, with Cyrus, and he's really trying to like suss it out. What's the matter? Patience? Nothing. Thank you for your help. We will move in the morning. And Patience leaves. I think Durin is going to catch up the Patience real quick. Hopefully out of uh, earshot of uh, Cyrus. Sure. And just kind of like whispers like, I don't necessarily trust him. Please keep a close watch. I understand your apprehension. We will have him guarded well. Did I hear uh, Durin say this? I assume not. Yeah, he kind of just ran after, you know, okay. Patience. Unless you ran too, but, you know, he just more so won Cyrus not to hear it. Yes, and, and Patient returns to the elevator. And you guys are free to uh, do what you want for the night if you want to talk to anyone else. But uh, for the most part, everyone has, like, called it a day. So there aren't a whole lot of people around, but let me know if there's something you want to do. I'm just good to go to sleep, I think. Oh, no, mm-hmm. no, no. Durin needs to talk to Merrick. <laughs> Oh, yes, Darren. In private. Okay, yeah, so you guys have been set up in a small sort of like, almost like a hostile situation within the tree. And you guys have uh, a shared three-bedroom, like, unit. Oh, I guess Cody's going to hear it. Fuck it. (laughs) Does Cody hear that? (laughs) Because... Yes, Darren, you have something you want to say. Yeah, Cody's just, yeah. like, playing with the wedding ring and, like, looking at it. What the hell do you think you're doing? And what does that mean, Durham? I'm all for all of this helping them out the best way possible. I agree with that. Cody definitely agrees with that. And I'm pretty sure you agree with that. Yes, that's what we're all here for. These people are good. We're helping them the best way we possibly can. Yeah? 
Correct. So before you start agreeing about lives we may take or operations we may go through on, you talk to me and Cody before you agree to that. I thought it was obvious, Dern. No, it's not. I will not just listen to someone tell me what to do and tell me to go in there and kill a few people just for the hell of it, just because you said yes. A hell just of because it, it might help them when I don't know. We're talking dictators and tyrants. Dictators and tyrants don't get a second chance. And you're right, they don't. But that's not for us to decide that. What we're best at, what three people are good at, is going in, getting some information, and then bringing it back here so they can handle it. It's their world, not ours. I used to think that every world was separate, that everyone had their own bubble. But when I traveled during my tempering, the one thing that Asin showed me is that it's all the same. It's all one world. No matter how big you think the galaxy is, it exists in the same realm. So why not impose our own power on these worlds to make it a better place, Darren? Because it's not your call. It's no one's call. It's my call, what I, use, what I do with my abilities, just like it's Cody's call, what he does with his. It's not yours. Cody's, like, hunched in the corner, really sad and awkward, like his parents are about to break up. (laughs) Just watching this happen. I understand where you're coming from, and I appreciate you sharing your disagreement with me, Darren. And I will take it into account moving forward. However, I would never shy away from injustice and will do everything possible to stop it. One life does not equal many, and I am solid in that ideal. And we agree on that. So if it takes killing a couple nobles to ease the pain of thousands, I will do it without flinching. <laughs> and I think Dur- that definitely stops Durin for a moment as he thinks about that. Just before you include me in any of these killing games of yours, ask. Durin, I am very offended that you think I would play games with these ideals. I come from a people where I spend, spent my whole childhood reading and understanding warfare and disagreement and politics and things that have happened in the past. I understand that I am technically meaningless in the grand scheme of things. Give me the benefit of a doubt and let me feel like I'm doing something important. I understand you've never shared with me properly, but I know that you have done things that you now consider wrong. And I get that weighs on you. But things are happening too fast, and there are too many powerful individuals to be involved to hesitate. But I respect you and will consider this opinion moving forward. However, don't let the ghosts of your past affect those around us today. I'm going to say my prayers in the corner and go to sleep. Have a lovely night, Darren. And he just kind of like, he he stutters over his words a little bit. And he's like, you know what? Fuck you, Merrick. And he walks out. Cody flinches when you say that. Cody walks up to Merrick. Are you okay? I'm fine, Cody. I'm Go check on Darren. Yeah. There are many more things on his shoulders than mine. I understand that. I go out. Yeah. I, I mean, like, he, he's off grabbing a pack of smokes or whatever. Like, something like something to kind of ease that. E- like, ease him up a little bit. You know, anything. I'm not sure what's around, Dane. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, Spice Market probably sells some, like, like oh, herbal God. cigarettes or something. Yeah, Not yeah. Spice but- Market. <laughs> nearly murder someone with a sneeze again. 
<laughs> it could just be some alcohol, just something, some type of vice at this point. He's like, he's furious. He's just like, he, he just needs something to like focus. I'm going to follow. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fine. He He wouldn't care that you followed him. But I am like one fist clenched looking for that blow some spice in your face, fucker, <laughs> just in case he comes back because this time I'm blowing it in his face. Um, cool. Are you guys saying anything or just hanging out in silence? Um, I'm grabbing it. I'm waiting for Cody to say something if he does. Cody just like puts an arm around you. Hey. Hey, you, you all right? Nah. But you know what? That's okay, too. And I, I guess if he like got some alcohol, he'd pour a glass to Cody. Cody raises it to his lips, doesn't drink, and puts it down as if he had. Does that ever bother you? Does what? You don't actually drink. What do you... what do you mean? You don't actually drink. I... I drink. I get thirsty when I don't. I mean the alcohol. Cody just kind of looks confused. Measure it, take a sip, and measure it again. He kind of does so, and he's like, This isn't for drinking. Would you like it to be, Cody? Is it meant to be? How much do you trust me? Fully. That is a stupid answer. Here, give me your neck. Cody smiles. I'm I'm stupid, I guess. And he, he gives you his neck. Fully. I would like <laughs> I would like to disable his child lock if I may, Dane. Uh cool, give me I'm gonna say I'm gonna set this at a DC twenty computers check. Oh, any bonus I can get on this? Can I help him? <laughs> um, I, I will say, well, I'll say you're being aided. I'll, I'll give you a plus two because Cody is like, you're not actively plus two, right? Yep. That puts me on 20. Exactly. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Yeah. You, uh, you open up like a small slot that kind of opens up on Cody's neck and you, you tinker around. It's, it's pretty crude uh, programming and wiring and stuff, but still pretty sophisticated for, you know, how Cody looks. And uh, yeah, you managed to disable his child lock. Yeah, and now and now with that, Cody like reels for a second, like he's already drunk, and he kind of like looks at you. What'd you do? Then he holds his glass out for for a little bit of a toast. Uh, Cody does so, and for the first time in his life, drinks, I guess, and coughs, and is like, "What? Why did? What'd you do?" Enjoy. And he gives you a little slap on the shoulder and he's like, I'm going to spend some time alone. Cody pulls out a cigarette and like <laughs> puts it to his lip and lights it and like for once also smokes. What fort save would I have to be to not cough massively, Dane? Uh, I'll say, I'm will i going to give it a, a low say 12. That's a seven. Uh, I guess Cody coughs a lung up and just maybe vomits. I don't know. Before Cody leaves, he's going to hold out the ring to Durin. I know Durin wants to be by himself, but he's like... Can you, can you do something for me? What's that? He's not lying, right? This is, there's nothing suspicious about this ring. No, no tracker or... Take a look, if, if I may. Uh, Please. I'm not, as you said, I'm stupid. (laughs) And he like smiles. All right, let's take a look. Uh, What kind of check, Dane? Uh, I guess perception check. Ooh, 21. Uh, yeah, no, it is just like, uh, it's not even a valuable metal, probably like maybe iron or, you know, some sort of alloy that has been hammered into a circular tube, or even it might've just been like a fucking pipe at some point that was finger sized that they have cut sort of crudely down the middle that would, you know, presumably when the two pieces are together would lock together, as he said. It's safe. Maybe you're right, Cody. 
maybe he's on the level. I'm not good at knowing that, but on that note, do you really want to be alone? Or can I stay with you? Just a little longer. Is it okay if we don't talk? Yeah, I honestly don't want to talk right now either. Cody looks a little vacant because like a lot of his memories that he has and like the movies he has stored are kind of all rearranging themselves now that he can actually see like certain scenes were changed or like blurred out and certain times when he like thought he had a drink with you guys in the tavern now he realized he just held it by his lips and didn't you know so his whole mind's kind of rearranging right now so he's he's good with that and yeah you can stay you hear a voice say fresh spice and you hear <laughs> oh, sneezing my. in the distance <laughs> no no <laughs> i i turn to Duran. i'm like can we please do something about this guy he's already gone <laughs> just just the trit just the smell of spice and try the survival <laughs> oh, that's a 17 on the follow his tracks nope not even close god damn it you <laughs> not, even, not even half what you need to kiss the, sm- the spicy bandit and you guys just kind of hang out in the moonlight under the under the tree and uh the day passes and it uh the morning comes and the sun rises you guys are awake and ready to to start the day um you've been tasked with uh stopping by roots and bolts to see short jack about getting a vehicle so that you can get out into the fringe cody's gonna get up early and try to make breakfast for everybody because he wants to make everybody happy again (laughs) just give me a flat d20 check let's see how good this breakfast is oh man okay you know i'm gonna roll again because it landed on my notes Sure, 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 sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I land on my notes. You know what? I won't. I gotta it's re-roll that. It's a three. There you go. Cody, like, if he has ever cooked, he can't remember. Uh, <laughs> he's just throwing random shit. It, and also, because it's like a hostile situation, right? Yeah. Didn't you say something? Yeah, he's taking other people's food out of the fridge. He's throwing it in pans. He's burning it. It's like it. the smoke probably wakes you up. Uh, yeah, people aren't happy with you at all. You certainly haven't mended anything between Darren and Merrick with this. Hey, he, he beams at you both. And, and you also notice he looks a little worse for wear because it's also his first hangover. Oh, yeah, because it'd be like his first time actually having a drink. So, yeah, his yeah first- he's still a little wobbly on his feet. He's like, I made you some food. And all right, just- you'll be taking a minus two to fort saves and attack rolls. Let's do it. Yep. No. Uh, no, 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 I'm uh, not that mean. See, Durin would just carefully like pretend to eat it and just keep it in his cheek pouch for to, <laughs> to spew up a little later, just to be just to be nice. Cody's so happy. Uh, Merrick, Merrick would say, mm, "Cody, you've never cooked for us in the traditional way of your people. I assume um, it is very interesting." Thank you. And Cody's like thinks everything's fine. His days <laughs> great, but he's still confused considering his mind wasn't necessarily his own, but he's this is a good start to minding it. All right. Um, and the, the day is yours. I guess we got to go see SJ, get some fucking vehicle. Yep. Start gearing up. Before we leave, should we finish the last task? Or I guess this is far more vital. This is far more vital. We can leave the water to hickeys. You know what? No. Darren's going to go fix the water. Um, so it's outside of the the city. Can we do it on the way out with the vehicle? The, I mean, like, yeah, you could you could attempt to to find it on the on, like on your way. Let's cool. go talk to SJ first, and then we'll decide whether it's important enough 
as he sort of mildly glares at Durin. <laughs> Passive aggressively talking over or like disagreeing with each other. Um, yeah, you get to uh, you get to Roots and Bolts and uh, sure enough, um, Short Jack is currently like suspended below one of the, the vehicles that he's like repairing and is like hanging upside down and welding something. Cody bangs on the car. Hey, how are you doing? Jason. Uh, okay. Uh, hello. Cool way to say hello to someone who's currently upside down. Real neat, but thanks. Cody gives him a thumbs up. And he like pulls something on his harness and he like swings around upright and slowly descends as like one of the vines that he's hanging on uh, lowers him down. And uh, he unhooks himself and he says, uh, I guess you guys are here for the, uh, the, the vehicle for the fringe. Also, what the fuck? Excuse me? What? <laughs> Why are you going in the fringe? That's a one way ticket to Deadsville. You want to come? No. No? What? No? I have a request, SJ. Uh-huh. How many bombs can you make before we leave this afternoon? Hey, God, I don't know what you think <laughs> I do here, but it's this is a mechanic shop and not like a fucking all-in-one weapons Come emporium. Come on, SJ. You know how to make a bomb. Yeah, I mean, I can make something blow up. Just one. Let me rummage around and see. I mean, like, it's not going to be a bomb. It's going to be something that explodes. That's fine. Okay, I just want to get that, because there is a difference. Maybe not to you fucking lunatics, but... (laughs) There isn't to me, but I will appreciate your concern on the matter. If we bring something we can assemble there, we don't have to carry anything explosive now. Uh, Cody's looking for cameras, (laughs) just in case it looks like (laughs) we're bombing something else again. Short Jack uh, begins walking over to, like, a, a terminal, and he says, So, good news, bad news situation, that's kind of my thing. Uh, good news got a ride for you bad news uh it is currently in our outpost at the futati range so you do have to walk to the fringe but once you're there a vehicle will be waiting for you (laughs) how long of a walk is it it's about a day what vehicle um i mean it's not there's nothing super cool but it is and he clacks on his uh terminal and a picture of a large transport barge shows up and it is a 30 feet wide by 60 feet long, essentially just like platform with thrusters and a railing mm-hmm. on it. It's nothing fancy, but it is sturdy and can handle the the fringe. And he says, so this bad boy, not going to win any races, but uh, the way the thrusters work is it maintains a constant level depending on how high you are. So because of the cracks and chasms, in the fringe, you need something to regulate that. Otherwise, you will pretty much just fall into them. So with this bad boy, you'll be going and then you come over a chasm and it automatically adjusts the propulsion to match the depth that you're currently going over. I have one more request. I forgot about SJ. Oh, okay. Yeah. I need a rhythmic device. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, uh, patients already asked me to work on that. That's not a problem. And he reaches under the workstation and he pulls up uh, what is essentially looks like a, a silver pyramid um, with these three sort of like suction cup feet on either end of the base or on the points of the base. And he says, yeah, this bad boy, uh, just put it uh, somewhere nearby. So the guy with the things who went, uh, you know, all wormy on us gave us a little bit more information. You guys seem to to, to, to warm him up. He said... This thing will be able to summon the Topo folk as long as you're near a chasm big enough for them to sort of emerge from. Good to know. (laughs) 
very specific. Oh yeah, I mean, like these guys are everywhere underneath. So as as long as you find a chasm and, and are wait long enough, they'll come find you. Know anything about them? I mean, I didn't know they existed until literally like this morning. Is there any way you could, just in case something happens to that device, modify my gloves to emit sonic frequencies as well? Kind of a backup. Um, he looks at your glove and he's like, "God damn, why?" You know these aren't supposed to be sparking, right? And he takes it off and he makes a couple adjustments and the the electricity that was shooting out of them stops and then all of a sudden like the there's like a quiet hum that now sort of meets a certain frequency and yeah, you now have a pulse gauntlet. Hell yeah. Uh he says, "Now before you go, I've got uh a couple cool things about this barge. One, first and foremost, if you for whatever reason need to you know, deal with something where all three of you need to, to be doing something. And let's face it, att- attack. You're going to get attacked for sure. Most likely. Almost for sure. Yeah, you will. You can just hit a button and um, he taps again on his terminal and a small steering column pops out and a chair slides out as well. And he's like, I can take over remotely and drive for you. So, you know, hands-free steering. SJ. That is very fucking cool. Thanks. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I figured it might be handy. And finally, uh, and he taps on the screen, he says, minigun turret or laser cannon? And behind him are two holographic projections of a turret and a cannon. Uh, I look at Durin. I look at Merrick. I look at Durin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he says, okay, well, here, let me uh, brief you a little bit. So minigun, excellent anti-personnel weapon. It will shred people like nobody's business. Super handy. And worst case scenario, if someone boards the barge, uh, you can shoot into the ship with uh, minimal damage. (laughs) Uh, The laser cannon, however, not really great against people. I mean, don't shoot each other with it, but (laughs) super effective against vehicles. The downside to this is you don't want to shoot it onto the barge. (laughs) That's fair. Unfortunately, I've only got one space to mount a weapon on the barge. Uh, so you do have to choose one or the other. So I'm going to give you my Terry's mind right now real quick. Boys. Yeah, for sure. You guys can talk at a character for a bit to sort of suss out what you want to do with this, this weapon because I feel like it is a kind of important decision. I can't help but feel that the fringe is just going to be our version of Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yes. so I'm leaning towards the laser the I'm laser also cannon. leaning towards yeah. the laser. 100% okay. laser cannon. Because it's like, <laughs> you blow up a ship, the people on it aren't doing much anyway. You know what yeah. I mean? Also, I feel like, yeah, it, it's going to be more spectacular. And yes. Dane's got Fury Road in the background, just taking notes. I can see it now. I'm- oh, it doesn't matter. Whatever one you choose, I won't I won't throw it at you. Yeah, he's changing all the vehicles now to men on vine <laughs> swinging in from cliffs. Just very, very fast people. <laughs> they run so fast as a hedgehog that they're just on top of the water, which honestly, Merrick probably can do. They're Correct. all riding like horses and stuff now. But you feel like idiots, don't you? <laughs> hey, I bet a horse won't stand up to a laser cannon pretty well either. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. So uh, you guys are choosing the laser cannon. Yes. Yeah. Laser cannon. All right, cool. Yeah, let me just uh, clickety-clack away here, and cool. It will be mounted and ready to go at the outpost when you get there. Okay. Uh, He's like, all right, and now let's see what I can do about this whole explosion thing. And he dives into a toolbox and begins rummaging around, and 
uh, pulls out a few things and and begins assembling something. And he's like, this will probably do it. And he hands it to you, Merrick. I'll take it. Ooh, what is it? It is literally just a bunch of electronics and shit. He's like supercharged that should you press the switch, we'll just keep conducting current until they explode. So it will do electricity damage. And it's like a, we'd have to plant it on something and, and hit it? Or is it like tossable? Uh, it's tossable. Like it, it, it's, you know, it has like a quote unquote fuse as it mm-hmm. like builds up a charge. Okay. So it will, you can... You can, you know, flick the switch, wait and throw it. You can plant it on something. You can, you have options. Cool. I guess that's it. Um, guys, it's been, it's been really nice knowing you. Um, but, uh, you know, you're going to the fringe and you will die. So, uh, and he just goes and gives you guys a, a big hug each. In another life, I guess. Um, SJ, may I? Yeah. Would you like to make one of these so-called bets with me? I mean, what? Why isn't it just a normal bet? <laughs> I've never made a bet before. This is my first time. He's new to a lot of things. Okay. Well, I can't say no to a gamble. If we make it back in one piece, I would like you to consider coming with us. Uh, okay, yeah. All right, sure. I would like to help you find another one of your people. And there's no point looking here on this planet. All right, Dern, you said you wanted in on this action. You got something to add into this? I wasn't expecting it to be so hopeful. I thought we were just trading a few credits. All right, well, hey, let's let's say this. Um, you guys are doing this in agreement for uh, your ship, right? Uh, if you die, can I have your stuff? Fine. Yeah. We'll be dead. Sure. I wish you with that. Hell yeah. I'm all right with mm. this. Hey, this kind of sucks, because now I'm like a little bit hoping you die. <laughs> That's why I like you, SJ. You're honest. Can I have a battery then? And just, you know, in case I do die. I don't know why that makes sense. Can I have a battery? Hey, hey man, that, that makes no goddamn sense. But I, I like I like the, you know, the gumption you had there. So, yeah, here. And he tosses you a battery. I can use one, too. <laughs> I've never done a bet either. So is that how it works? No, you did a real bad job there. But, you know, <laughs> hey, battery. Yeah, by all means, if you guys need to restock, I got a, I got a few, like, you know, clips of ammo. If you need batteries, yeah, uh, this is, yeah, not a problem. I don't even know how batteries work. It's uh, just pretty much laser weapons and shit. Like, uh, my gun has 20 charges, and once that's gone, I can just throw in a new battery and it has 20 charges again. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, like, my gauntlets have 20 charges. Uh, yeah, it's like that. Okay, cool. So, one battery? Yes, he can give you one battery each if you need it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cool. yes, yes, um, yes. And he also has a charging station that will charge your current battery to its full capacity. Perfect. Can I get some ammo for my gold gun? What kind of ammo would it be? Just shells. Like shotgun shells? No. No? <laughs> no, he wouldn't have that, unfortunately. Well, shit. Okay. Do you want us to track that, like, religiously? In situations like this, Yes. Sure. Um, okay. When you guys are in like cities and shit, uh, no. But these guys aren't like a war. Like they don't really have guns. Yeah. He has batteries because he, you know, he deals with electronics. But uh, shells and like cartridges and shit like that, he wouldn't have. Okay. Yeah, I have nineteen left, so it should be all right. I would like to speak to Cody and Darren. That's me. Yeah. Okay. And he uh, hooks himself back up to the vine, gives it a tug, and it pulls him up. And uh, he inverses himself again and begins working on the car. Cody and Darren, I would like to apologize to either of you if I have offended you with decisions I've made without taking your pasts into my consideration. Well, I don't really know my past, so... We are living in a world without Victor Benson, 
who used to make the decisions flawlessly, easily, and with the smartest mind I've ever met. I will try to do the same when I am asked of things. However, if you would like me to take you into considerations or make decisions, we have to start sharing with each other about our pasts. <laughs> Durin kind of laughs at that. <laughs> Always got an angle, huh? Or how else am I supposed to make the right call, Durin? You're too smart for your own good, you know that, Merrick? I was trained by the very best and still let them down, Durin. So, yes, I understand that I know a lot, but I don't know how to put it into use to the best of my ability. I believe that my brother said something similar to me when he left a scar over my eye as he points to his own face. I apologize for saying so, then. Well... I'm an open book, Merrick. You ask me anything, and if I can, I'll, I'll answer it. Oh, I more or less understand that, Cody. I was adding you to the conversation to make you involved. <laughs> <laughs> you hear above you someone just go, Damn, that's harsh, man. Well, you've also never asked him, so... <laughs> Holy shit. I think player Ryan knows a lot, but I don't think Merrick actually knows anything. All three of us have done a poor job of sharing of our pasts, and I understand that. Let us move forward as equals, as friends, and as I said yesterday, as brothers. This is all we have are each other. Up against incredibly difficult odds, but against unknowns, against... As in, against the cube, against the silver liquid, we only have each other, and we know very little about how we got to the tavern in the first place. I have made so many mistakes, and will continue to do so. Now we all do. I try to act like the people who came before me, and I know I fail in doing so. Call me out, discuss it with me, and let us move forward together, because if not, our only other option is probably death. And I believe all three of us would like to avoid that. Hey, this is a pretty wild motivational speech. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, Merrick and Durin, you, you two are a lot more similar than I think you both know. But to me, you're two of the most kind and capable people I've ever met. And I know we can work together, and I, we, I don't think we need to fight. And I think we're going to get the captain back. We're going to get the crew back, and... I've got your back, and I know you have mine. I think that's the most important thing. Having each other's back as we move forward. I didn't know it had to be said, but Merrick, you pissed me the hell off. But of course, I wouldn't leave you behind for that. I know too much, and you've experienced too much. We come from different spectrums, but I hope we can meet in the middle. What's family if it doesn't piss you off every so often? I understand that, as Merrick points to the scar above his eye again. Cody spreads his arms wide like he's looking for a group hug. Oh my god. Because he's looking for a group hug. Uh, <laughs> spreads all four of his arms wide. Oh, we both converge on Durin. Uh, Durin takes a second and he, he commits himself to the hug. You feel another set of arms as <laughs> Short Jack slowly descends and, and adds himself in. He's like, this is nice. Cody like actively pulls him in. Short Jack, you've now committed that if we survive this, you're coming with us. I mean, that's a crazy way to do this bet, but I mean, you're going to die out there, so okay. But I still get my battery, right? I still made that bet. And he, uh, he, you know, snaps himself back up and he's like, but like, really, guys? Good luck. Thanks, SJ. Hey, SJ, when we call, you better be ready to drive. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I'll be ready. Don't you worry about that. 
Could you not just drive the vehicle closest closer to us now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be a really cool idea, but it needs to be activated at the outpost. Okay. Oh, by the way, it it is password protected, and the password is shortbread. Okay. Thanks for telling us. Do you have any more of those cookies? That's important. He points over to the corner where there's a uh, another one of those small tins. May I take a few? Yeah, take the whole damn thing, man. Thank you. Thank you, SJ. Now, I mean, like, this has all been really sweet, but, like, you probably should go because you don't want to be out in the forest at night. Just remember, SJ, there's no points for second place. And Cody, like, salutes and, like, turns around and walks out. Eric looks very confused. Um, and, yeah, you guys are all set to go collect this vehicle and head out to the fringe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Are we doing the water tower on the way? I don't think it's worth it. Are we getting upgrade armor or weapons at all? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> um, no. Okay, cool. Just making, just checking, just, just testing the waters. We don't have time to deal with the water. We'll deal with it on our way back if we make it back alive. <laughs> As you guys are walking, everyone, give me a perception check. <laughs> seven, seven, fourteen. Are you fucked? You also got seven. I got a seven. Yeah. God, why and are we add, so bad at perception? Add them together, you get what Duran got. That's yeah. true. Duran, you actually hear this because okay. the DC was 10. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, you want to know something funny? You know the way I always roll the most garbage perceptions ever? Yeah. I have a racial feature called exceptional vision. <laughs> um, well, this is hearing, so this makes sense. Um, okay. You hear in the distance, Duran, not too far away, like grunting and smashing. Oh, um, I definitely point out like, Listen. Yeah, in the distance, you just hear, and like, like objects being smashed or like sex smashing. Like people are just going to town. Definitely not sex smashing. Like someone <laughs> is is smashing something. Um, or someone. Yeah. Should we like stealth up? Darren, take point. We'll come behind you. And yeah, we're going to stealth up to this, to the noise. All right. Should, are you going to go first or like, are we all rolling stealth? I would um, let Duran go first. Yeah, like yeah, I feel like that makes sense. Go in a little first. It's like I don't. I like to clarify. I don't. I don't usually play rogues or things like that that go into an entire event on their own. I would. I would come back with the info. So thirty-one. Yeah, you managed to get up to sort of like a small hill and uh, nestles yourself into some some brush, and you see there is a man completely shirtless and is just wearing like almost like a loincloth around him uh, covered in mud his hands are dripping with blood and there is a device sitting in um the water almost like a dam that has been like torn apart and there are bloody hand marks everywhere and it seems like this man has just been punching it um he's currently hunched over in the in the water like squatted down and he's just using a rock to smash you know a piece of this uh this equipment does it look like he's like training or does it look like it's an actual fight right this second oh he's like he looks crazy like he looks like a crazy man naked ah, covered okay. in mud um gotcha, gotcha. smashing okay, okay. something in a riverbed <laughs> I, I hey, we've will, all been there i will quietly scoot away back to the party and inform I'm sorry. them what I see. The thing he was smashing, you're saying, is like a da- like something damming the river? So, Darren, give me an engineering check. Okay. Um, let's see. We got a 20 unnatural. Uh, it is the water purifier. 
So it the oh, water of a bitch. washes through it, and whatever this machine does purifies the water as it goes through. And this guy is just smashing it to bits. Uh, okay, yeah. If that if that's the case, I definitely sneak back and be like, "There's a crazy man just going ham on the water purifier over there." He armed? Technically, yes. <laughs> like, as in, technically, he has arms. Yes. <laughs> well. So do I. So maybe we should go stop him. What do you guys think? We may as well. We're here. I think a pure water source is going to help, you know, keep people in fighting spirits for when we come back with more information. Also, for all we know, this man has worms all over him, too. And we could be, you know, staving off a, another invasion. Darren, how would you like to handle this? You don't have to ask me all the time. I, I, your apology well, my is accepted. initial but idea is to just shoot him in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Cody pulls his gun out and cocks it. My preference is if we can just take him out. Are we pretty close to the um, the village, right? Yeah, you're like ten minutes out. We can just knock him out and bring him back to the village. That'd be my preference. Cody puts his gun away. Beat him within two an inch of his life. Cody raises his hands. They can heal him up. Let's do our best to do so. Can you be gentle, quote unquote, as he puts up the quote unquote? Is the sun that scorches upon the desert <laughs> gentle? Durin? Yeah, okay, let's go. As he just like <laughs> loads up his sniper rifle. <laughs> just let's take care of it. Um, cool. You are still undetected, so if you guys want to try to sneak up on him again, you might get a surprise round. I'm down. Should we do some sneaky sneaks? Do we all make sneak checks? If you guys all want to be together, yes. If you want to go forward first, Durin, then just you. Yeah, okay. I, I'll go forward first to get into a position and then let you two boys make your decisions from there. Mm-hmm. Um, 23. Um, cool. That is low enough that I might be able to see you. Uh, I do not. No. So you manage to get up into that same position uh, where you sort of like the, the riverbed sort of crests downward. Mm-hmm. Merrick, are we going to try to be stealthy or try to be noisy and draw our, our his attention on us? Well, let us uh, appear to be sneaky. And then if we're not sneaky, we will appear to be not sneaky. Have you ever had a drink? Many, Cody. Many <laughs> I had, a beverage. I had my first drink last night. I remember that experience. I wrote it down in detail. If you would like to read that part of my book. I think me and you need to have a drink soon. Um, the guy in the riverbed turns around and says, Who's there? As he rolls a perception check, because you guys are just talking about drinking? We didn't leave yet. We're close enough. This is fair. I assume that was what uh, Dern was heading forward and we were in place. Yeah, we were that far Fuck it. Because I did roll a decent stealth. Uh, no, he's, he's like, you guys are far enough away, but, you know, someone lurking around for too long. Yeah, fair enough. He got another perception check and uh, sees Durin, um hiding in the bushes and everyone's <laughs> going to have to roll initiative. Hello, friends. Space Jam Dane here with a quick little break to do, you know, the things. First and foremost, we hope you're enjoying the episode. 
We just wanted to thank everyone for all the support and kind words they gave us during our No Rest for No Quest. It was a great way to celebrate our launch and the way that you guys all responded to it. Um, so we are very happy you guys enjoyed it. We are hoping to do another sort of like weekly month uh, like that in the future if we ever get a chance to uh, build up a backlog of episodes and get ahead of the editing. Any chance we can, we will do that. But uh, right now, we are, uh, as you probably noticed, back to our every other week schedule. And we will be doing that for the foreseeable future until we do another uh, No Rest event. If you want to reach out and hang out with us online on social media and stuff, uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at NoQuestCast. Uh, Twitter is a great place to to chat with us and other people about the show using the hashtag NoQuestCast. And on Instagram, I have started doing lore posts to give a little bit more information about the world that we don't really explain or flesh out um, just as a as a means for like set pieces and stuff. We've already done uh, a post about the stalwart blades and we've done a post about the uh, administration sort of like government system. So if those are things that you're interested in, uh, we will be doing uh, a post on, on Instagram about that. The next two that I have scheduled are about the Valai, which are the alien race that saved humanity and the Descent, which is the sort of like cataclysmic event that ruined Earth for humans. So if those are things that are interested in you, head on over to Instagram at NoQuestCast uh, and give us a follow and you'll get a little bit more uh, info. I also post all the lore information on our Discord. If you want to join the Discord and all the incredible people who are already part of it, uh, head on over to NoQuestCast.com, click the Discord link, and you'll get an invite right away. As I mentioned before, we have a really cool community and it's growing every day. It's a great place to share any fan art if you're ever inspired to uh, create it. Um, share theories. We have a fan theory uh, channel where people have come up with some pretty wild shit. Or you can just talk about the episode and, and chat with with uh, people who are also enjoying it. And we would love to have you. I also haven't mentioned it in a, in a couple episodes, but if you're listening to the show on a platform that has a rating or review system, please consider dropping us a five-star rating and a little review about uh, the show. It really helps us out and we really appreciate it. And if you are enjoying it, uh, consider maybe recommending it to a friend that you think might enjoy it as well. That would also be incredible. Anyway, I've taken up too much time already. Uh, thank you very much. We hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Can I keep my stealth roll as my initiative? Nope. The oh. entire next episode is us hiding the body. And <laughs> just trying to get away from the guilt of it all. Cody wasn't programmed with guilt. <laughs> Don't worry, he'll pick it up from Durin in a long enough. <laughs> all right, what y'all roll? Who do you want first? I got 17. 17. Oh, oh my god. Okay. What the fuck? I got an 11. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll let Mariko first. Okay. This man uh, gets to go first as he turns around. And now that you see his full body, he has a crown carved into his chest. And pieces of the water purifier have been slid into the front of his face. Jesus. Almost like a makeshift crown. What and the fuck? he says, ah, so you finally shown yourself, voices. You will learn glory for the king. And uh, he charges you, Durin. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I mean, technically not like game term charges, but he begins running towards you. Oh, oh, because it does a minus two. Okay. Hey, he can game charge him if you want. Ooh, not great. That is a 12 against your KAC. Uh, actually, that does not hit. Cool. He as he's running up, I guess he like kind of slips on the the mud, leaning or going up to the, the little ridge you're on, and uh, just kind of stumbles and and misses his punch. Uh, now that you can see him as well, he seems to have shoved those metal pieces uh, in his knuckles as well. So Ooh. he has like these like just scrap metal like Wolverine claws, kind of. Cool. And it's Merrick's turn. All right, Merrick just comes down the hill. Hello, excuse me, excuse me, King. He goes into a fury when you call him King. Uh, and he says, I am not the king. I am but a lonely peasant earning my king's great reward. Then I'm the king. Come challenge me on this field and leave the rat alone. He says, not the king, not the king. Lying voices, lying voices. I've heard the voices, and I'm here strong and ready to fight you. And he's just now rambling. So, yeah, Merrick runs down the hill. Am I able to get to him in a, in a movement, or do I have to take a couple? Um, no, I'll give you... What's your movement? 40 or something, right? It's 30. It's yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then my Solarian Blade appears that now once in a while shimmers a dark green amongst the black. I'm just going to slash this guy across his chest. Okay. All right. Does a 19 hit? Yes, it does. As the photon mode appears across me as 10 damage. Damn. As my blade slashes his chest. <laughs> did Merrick just run up and just kill a guy? Uh, no, pretty close. Uh, he did a, a pretty solid chunk of damage on him. And he looks down at his bleeding chest and he's like, no, the insignia, the royal insignia. Uh, Cody, it's your turn. I'm like I'm I'm new here. Can you explain and and maybe not fight my friends? He's just screaming at his chest currently. Yeah, I'm gonna run up and punch him. Actually, should I go up and try to restrain him? I mean, you could just deal non-lethal damage for minus four on the attack roll. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm pretty sure um, fists just like have the non-lethal trait. Don't yeah, they? I don't know. Maybe not with your your power glove or whatever. Well, it says they're designed to injure or incapacitate enemies. Yeah. Okay. So Ooh, I will say so that non-lethal is a like a non. Yeah. Like option. you don't. Have, yeah. You don't have to take a minus for it. Yeah. I'm gonna go try to clip this guy and not injure him. Like, uh, not kill him. Uh, that is a 17 to hit. Oh, it's nice to not roll a d4. I tell you that. <laughs> Even though I rolled a one. God damn it. That's four <laughs> four points of damage. Okay. I'm just gonna like again like kind of walk up and just clock him just like dead in the face you know nothing nothing fancy just like a little pop in the nose he snaps back and just slowly looks at you with like those crazy eyes uh and he says i'm gonna bring you back to the fringe and eat you alive whoa whoa dude uh, guys and during it's your turn all right uh yeah i'm just like seeing this um hopefully he's hurt real bad enough that a, a non-lethal hit for my pistol will do it oh but wait Trick attack. Trick attack. All right. Hopefully his attention's divided. I'm going to swiftly move through the brush to a place he wasn't expecting as I fail the uh, the stealth check. Oh, no. Can I get an attack off now? <laughs> you can still attack. You just don't get the, the trick I attack. I just don't get the bonus. Okay, okay. And then uh, with that, unable to stealth, clearly visible to him. Uh, non-lethal. Mine- oh, my God. No. 
He's going to eat me, Terry. Does a four hit, dude? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, this, four. this is against his EAC. Uh, four does light. not hit, no. Now, this boy does have zero armor, right? <laughs> uh, he does. So four hits, yeah? No. <laughs> no, a four does not hit. Oh, I'm sorry. I miscalculated. It was a three. <laughs> oh, yes. In that case, yes. Three is their magic number. Cool. It is uh, his turn, and he is going to do his crazy flail. And he's going to be taking attack on both you and Merrick, Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a 18 to hit you. <laughs> yep. Oh, and that's a nat one for Merrick. No, so that won't do it. So Cody, you take you take three points of damage um, mm-hmm. as these like shards of metal just dig into you. Um, and then he turns around to flail at you, Merrick, and slips on this you know, these, this like rocky uh, riverbed and uh, falls prone will be his punishment for his natural one. Hell yeah. Uh, and now it's Merrick's turn. I would like to roll an intimidate check. Uh, okay. <laughs> now that he's on the ground below my feet, I want to try to disarm him, get him to surrender. Does a 17 affect this man as Merrick looks down upon him and says, we work for our own kings, our own gods. Bow down, disarm yourself, and we'll let you choose who you serve. There is only one king, and he is the lord and master of all the fringe. We will make the forest burn! You are in the forest, my friend. If you think there isn't a king of these woods, you are foolish. There is only one king. There's only one king. And you and the voices mean nothing. We will burn you to the ground, and then you will be quiet. Quiet, quiet, quiet. The voices have told me to do the job I need to do. This is your last chance. If not, your days will end. I pass my turn. Cool. Um, give me sense motives, all three of you. Okay. Uh, I got a 15. Okay. I got a 13. Okay. 11. Uh, Durin, this man is beyond reasoning. He is... Yeah, I figured. ...has gone insane. And it would also seem that he is 100% a member of... The nobles. Okay. I was I was thinking he was just like some crazy dude that was just like, you know, losing it a bit. Okay. It seems like he was sent here to sabotage the village, but the but has gone nuts. Okay, that's fair. Alright, cool. Um and it is Cody's turn. Uh do I know this? I will I will just look at Cody with that and just like put him down. Uh alright. Cody's gonna try to like stomp on him when he's down. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's a 12 plus 5 plus whatever bonus I get for him being. That's enough. Uh, it's going to be 7 points of damage. You give him a good, where do you stomp him? Chest to face? Right in the face. Jesus. You hear that horrible, like, crunching sound of maybe teeth, maybe nose, but he's still just gibbering away. And it is Durin's turn. Fuck me. You're going to make me do this. You're going to make me be the guy. <laughs> you just told me to be the guy. <laughs> I know. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> no, no. It's um, okay. Cody doesn't mind. Merrick looks at Darren and says, I will finish the deed if I must. He looks at you, Merrick, and he looks at the the guy. Sometimes it pisses me off how right you are. As I point and do a shot at him. I got a 12. Are you using EAC? Uh, yes, EAC. Yeah, that's it on the money. <laughs> Three points of fire damage. That is exactly what you needed. To do. Uh, where do you shoot him? 
Uh, no, this is just like at this point, especially with the sense motive, it's just putting an animal down. Yeah. So uh, you just, you know, not looking, just just from the hip, shoot him in the face, and he yeah. flails for a bit, and then stops as the water uh, stops splashing around him. Um, and you've taken out your first noble. <laughs> Didn't feel too good, Dane. <laughs> I turn to Durin and like. Cody's really bad at sense motive, but I think he knows enough to be like, hey, can can you fix the water purifier? Make sure nothing's wrong with it. And he's just trying to, like, focus him on a task and, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Because it looks pretty fucked up. All right. So it is a DC 20 engineering check. I assume the noble doesn't have anything on him. No. <laughs> Rude. 23. Perfect. Yeah, you managed to a lot of the damage that was done was superficial. It was a lot of like pulling the casing off, breaking the casing in the river with the rocks and then putting those metal slabs in various parts of his body, uh, like his his like makeshift crown and his claws. A lot of the internal stuff wasn't damaged and you managed to get it going and you hear like the hum of the machinery and the and the gurgling of the water as you get the purifier back up and running. Fantastic. And you did it. Yay. <laughs> I thought we were just going to go fix a fucking machine and be like, oh, hey, we're helping people, having a good time. Murder only, Darren. You can continue on making your way to the Fatati Range, where the outpost is, where your vehicle is waiting. Do it. Let's do it. Um, it takes, it like, it's starting to get dark by the time you see the mountains in range. And I'm going to need you all to give me another perception check. Oh, there's my nat one. Now, do we get a bonus if we have dark vision? Nope. Okay. Twelve. Seven. Cool, cool, cool. Twelve? Uh, you guys don't notice anything. Perfect. We're really bad at perception. Sweet. Everything is fine. Although, you're all going to have to give me will saves. Oh, God. Oh, thank God. 21? Cool, this is 15. Um... I lost my D20. Another <laughs> one real quick. Yeah, it's okay. We'll just pretend what it was. Uh, natural 20? Yeah. It sounded natural like 20. a 20. Yeah, I heard a 20 when that roll went off. Where'd it go? Do you want us to roll? Yeah, someone roll me a D20. <laughs> I can leave that it's like the, the most important dice of the game, man. Uh, it's Will, correct? So 20 Will. 20 Will? Okay, Durin, now you're <gasps> the one who hears the voices. As it gets darker, you hear... Fuck me. And just oh. as quickly as they come, they they disappear and you can't hear them anymore. Even though you like no matter how hard you listen or try to like single something out, you you don't hear it anymore. Now it's just like the the wind in the leaves. Did they sound like a language at all or was it just It's it's literally junk? impossible to tell. You know how like have you ever been in, like having a conversation with someone but there are like three other people having conversations beside you and mm-hmm. You can't focus on any of it. It's okay. that. So like the second you try to pinpoint something else, there's mm-hmm. like something in your other ear, you know, dragging your attention away. So you literally can't tell what's being said. But for mm-hmm. all intents and purposes, it sounds like just nonsense. Um, I don't think I'll bring this up to anyone yet. I would just consider it for now. Okay. You guys uh, continue to make your way through the forest and eventually you reach the mountain range, the Futari mountain range. And you notice that there's like an abandoned settlement nearby 
and it has a bunch of houses and it seems like there's a little garage and a mechanic station and a med bay that has been overgrown. Is this it? Um, no, this is not the outpost. It oh. doesn't seem like it. No, this just seems to be like some sort of settlement that, uh, you know, has 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 been here. Uh, I'm going to do a 17 perception as we get near, see if there's anything of note. The only thing to really note is, despite the fact that the structures are there, they're all unfurnished. Huh, so it's just like like random, just buildings, yeah? Yeah, I mean, like, it doesn't look like random. Like, it, mm-hmm. it was specifically constructed and built very similar in the same style as Kaya, um, but it looks like no one's ever moved into it. I wonder what happened here. What do you make of this? Maybe it's too near the fringe. You know what? I, I'm going to throw in on this perception check. Sure. Just because, like, I want to see if, like, because it's so weird that, like, this this would be weird to me, right? Like, um, 23. The, you notice the same sort of thing is that, like, it it seems to have been built and then never used. Merrick, do you think we should check this out? If you think there's anything to gain for our mission, then sure. If not, we should keep pushing forward. It's just abandoned. I don't see a reason to stay. Is it getting close to dark? Is it? Is there? Would there be a reason to set up camp here? No, I mean, like, it's it's starting, like, dusk is beginning, but there's still daylight, and uh, you still have to move through sort of, like, the range, like, a, a cave system to get to uh, the outpost. I feel like this is a tease. I feel like you're teasing me, and I, I, I don't I don't like it. <laughs> I'm gonna let you guys, you guys make the call in this. I'm, I'm taking my hand off the chest, please. Cody, what would you like to do? I think it's interesting that no one's been here, but there's no point for us to go. We have a quest. And let's move forward. I agree. But like, could we, like, is it in our way? Or is it like off to the side? Yeah, you're just kind of like passing by it. Because like, Niall doesn't want to go past. But like, Cody sees no reason. Terry's the same way. Terry wants to check it out, but Durin doesn't see a reason to, right? Keep going, I guess. Yep. Let's go. the outposts. Yeah, and it takes, it's probably like another 25 minutes, and now the, the sun is starting to actually dip to darkness levels, but you reach a cave system that has been uh, specifically mined out, and it goes towards, um, and you know that the fringe is on the other side of the Fatati range, and you know that this cave will bring you to the outpost where your vehicle waits. All right, let's do it. In we go. Perfect. Okay. The first thing you notice entering this cave is that the engineered entrance immediately is fucked. Like it, it looks like it was a, like crafted for a, a passage through and then there's rubble everywhere. And the ceiling has like these huge craters in it. The ground has these huge craters. The walls are no longer even or supported. And it looks uh, pretty fucked up. Is it tr- uh, transversible, you think? Or Yeah, you can still move through it. It just something has happened here that has changed the, the landscape. Is there a way to figure out what it is? Um, an engineering check would probably be pretty good or okay. a physical science. I'll take the engineering. Does someone else have physical science? No, I don't. Oh, I thought you would have it. I'll have it next level. Okay. Um, I just got an unnatural 20. Cool. So it looks like uh, explosions have been detonated here in what looks like an attempt to collapse this passage. Looks like someone's attempted to destroy this passageway here. Was it recent? How recent was it, Dane? Uh, it's tough to tell. There's no real way of telling. Not super recent, I would suppose, but... Keep your eyes out. Could be someone knows we might be coming for this vehicle. Looks like, or someone's cutting off passage to the fringe. Could be they left behind some other explosives too, so 
you're probably best at spotting these things. Maybe you should take point. Uh, perception, Dane? Yep. All right. Oh, cool. Seven. Uh, as far as you can see, there's no, no, there's no remaining uh, explosives. It looks completely safe. I'm a hundred percent sure there's no issue going through here. I trust you, Darren. Do we all have dark vision? <laughs> I, I do. Uh, no, I, I don't. Do. Okay. Well, I guess one of us take point. One of us take the back, and we'll kind of like shepherd Merrick between us. Yeah, as you walk into the rubble where the path kind of like gets fucked up, everyone give me reflex saves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got a 18. Okay. 15. Okay. Six. <laughs> That's fitting for the guy the guy without dark vision. Merrick, you feel it first. Your foot kind of slips on one of the rocks. And instead of revealing another rock, your leg goes right through it. And that starts a chain reaction where the rest of the rocks begin shifting and all three of you feel the floor and the rubble give way as you begin falling into a deeper cave. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's not great. Um, Everyone takes 12 points of falling damage. What the fuck? (laughs) What? Excuse me? So 18 didn't even pass? Nope. Damn. The fuck, dude? It was a DC 20. Does my evasion cut it in half at all? Probably not. No. Um, well, so the, the reflex save was to prevent yourself from falling. Ah, fair. Okay. Not the falling damage. Um, no worries, boo. As you hit the ground and some of the rocks land on top of you, yeah, you take 12 points of falling damage. And, I mean, good thing. That was only 30 feet drop. That was 3d6. <laughs> Jesus. I feel like I can't remember what it's like to have my stamina. <laughs> so, yeah. It's between getting decked by the king and this. I'm on one stamina now. <laughs> oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure the king has a hell of a haymaker. I will remind you, that was not the king. No, I know, but he had the, cr- Sorry, he had the crown on his chest. Yes, I just mentally is. named him the king. Okay. Yes, you have plummeted down into this uh, cave, and there was a little bit of light up top, but now, Merrick, you are more or less completely blind. You can't see anything. Durin and Cody, with your dark vision, you see that the tunnels form a bit more naturally now. They're rounded and curved, and there is one ahead of you, and uh, and it branches off to the left and the right. Merrick, you might want to get that light on. Yeah, Merrick turns on his lamp. Slash torch. Okay. You can see this is a fresh trap. There, No one else has fallen here. There's no bones. There's no remains. Um, this was probably pretty recently set. Um, and, and like I said, you can see this tunnel that sort of uh, weaves uh, up and down and then hits a wall and branches to the left and the right. I think we can climb out of here. Do we know, like, with regards to the directions we've been given, like, which way we should be going? Just, like, through this cave? Yes, so like the the cave is going the same direction, uh, mm. or the tunnel's going the same direction, but then it goes left and right, and you need to keep going straight. Anyone got a coin? Just cred sticks. Toss one. If and if no one else has a better <laughs> idea, I'm gonna just roll to go left or right. Please, Cody. Odds left, oh, even right. That's a four. Even right. All right. Cody points right. Uh, so, Cody, I'm going to say that you're leading the group. Sure. 
as you decide to go right, the tunnel sort of dips down a little lower and then comes back up and makes it, it starts curving to the left as you start going the correct direction again towards the fringe. But then you reach a, another sheer drop 10 feet down into a smaller uh, sort of like circular chamber. What is this? Is there any other exits from here? Um, you can see there are two more tunnels down below. I need to draw. I'm going to actually draw the map now. <laughs> this is yeah, this school. is the downside of a non-visual media. A left and a right one. Okay. Are we Are we going in? Let's advance. Perception. Yeah, that's perception. Yes. Perception from the doorway. Hundred percent. That's an eight. Well, it's not a doorway. It's like a hole, right? It's so you're like coming in, and then there's a ten foot drop into a mm-hmm. a, a larger room. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like circular. Uh, that's a 19 perception for Merrick. Dern? And I got a 16. Sorry, how big is this room? It's like maybe 20 feet on okay. either side. So a big 20 foot circular room indented 10 feet? Yes. This sounds like a boss room, but you know, okay. <laughs> if this was Dark Souls, I would be running back to the nearest fireplace is all I'm saying. You'd see the fog wall before this room. Yeah. Duran and Merrick, you hear skittering. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh no you had to say boss room I'm sorry <laughs> but it's difficult to tell where it's coming from because of the echoes within the tunnel something else is here friends oh I hear it too are we going down oh damn these tunnels gotta keep moving yeah we it can't stop does it sound like it's getting closer it, it's very hard to tell at the moment oh. it sounds like there's one below you and there's one behind you let's keep moving forward Oh, let's drop into the room. Okay. All right. Cody jumps down. I okay. follow. Okay. As does Merrick. The second Merrick you land into the room, <laughs> the skittering stops. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> that's worse. It feels worse. You have two tunnels ahead of you. You have one straight ahead and one to the left. I feel like straight ahead's a trap. <laughs> Are you sure? I feel like it's the right way to go. Well... As a non-knowing Dane real human in real life, it yeah, of course, the straight ahead makes sense. So Wait, are any of you rhythmic at all? No music, music theory, anything like that? No. In-game? In-game, yes. I don't remember my life. Never mind. I was going to say maybe tap something on the walls rhythmic, rhythmic-y and see what happens. I've got these pulse gauntlets that might be able to. We don't want anything too intense. We're just trying to say a soft hello. Yeah, if it's that that uh, clan you mentioned before, maybe the skittering might be them. I don't think we're near enough for that. I I, I, he did say everywhere. <laughs> uh, Merrick tap the, taps the wall. Boom. 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 Um, give me perception checks. That's an 11. Can I aid someone with my 11? (laughs) No. 13. What'd you get, Merrick? 17. Uh, You hear the skittering start up again. And this time it sounds like like you literally can't tell because of the way that this this like dome circular room is. The sound is just bouncing all over it. And it sounds like it could be coming from anywhere. Prepare for battle, gentlemen. I believe the skittering is upon us. And the skittering stops. Aren't we supposed to be peaceful with these? I don't think it's them. I really don't think it's them. Should we move 
for the tunnel. Move I say we get out of here. Are you going oh, straight or left? I right. there's no reason to not go straight because that's straight. the direction we're meant to be going, right? Correct. Oh. Yes. Unless, like, can I do a survival check? What would you try to be determining? Uh, just to see if there's like you know tracks or something going one way or the other that might change my mind. Sure, you can make yeah. If you want to look for tracks, yeah. That yeah, never mind. Cody has a four. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult. It's hard stone. There's not like okay. dirt or anything. So trying to find tracks here would be uh, next to impossible. Cool. Then straight. This is definitely one of those occasions where Terry the player knows going straight's the bad idea, but oh, Durin wouldn't. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah, it's just yeah. we're walking to a trap without a yeah. doubt. Let's go straight. You enter into a even larger chamber, and there are now. I guess like smaller holes. They're not quite the same size as the tunnels. They're more large mouse hole type things. Or for centipedes. Yeah. And there's also a very large indentation in the back. And how far is your guys' dark vision? I have 60 feet, I believe. Uh, Okay. I believe I have the same. Um, Then Durin and Cody, you see a large like ball of fur in the large indentation. And everyone's going to have to give me a stealth check. Oh, no. Hey, guys, don't even worry about rolling your stealth checks. I got a 24. Might as well start with with mine. 16. Two. (laughs) Durin, what'd you get? I got a I got a uh, twenty. Sorry, twenty four. Yeah, twenty four. Yeah, you manage to softly creep into this room, and Merrick, you don't do a bad job either, holding <laughs> some of your loose gear uh, close to your body so that it doesn't jingle around. Cody, you've got a new Sonic glove, <laughs> and maybe you're not used to the correct positioning of it, um, but it goes. <gasps> <laughs> I dropped the beat and <laughs> it echoes throughout and the ball of fur in the corner begins to move and you hear it say Hello? as no you recognize is it a mini mock or is it a fucking maxi mock because I swear to god <laughs> um, it's, it's the mini mock that looks up and It seems to have like a leaf wrapped around its knee where it fell. And then two sets of glowing red eyes appear in the smaller holes and two smaller mini mocks come out and they're not covered in fuzz. They're covered in these razor sharp quills and they're about half the size of the big one. And... One of them like runs over as the big one is just like, and then points to his knee and then points to Cody. And the smaller one slowly turns and locks eyes with you, Cody, and goes, blah, blah, blah. 